pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Hello, good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Residence 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. Is that loud enough? Yeah, the reason I was laughing is because it was finishing anyway. Oh. You see? And you're going, oh, is that quiet? Yeah, well, it stops. <laughs> it is quieter. <laughs> I'm going to turn Sorry, listeners, down. we had very loud headphones. We almost missed the start of the show, we were didn't we? Gossiping. Oh, that was loud. Debriefing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, nice to see you both. Good. We're all back. We haven't been together for a while, have we? Too long. How are you? I'm pretty good. What about you two? Oh, that was a... You turned that one around did, pretty quickly. I'm yeah. tired. I'm a bit grumpy today. Oh, but, no. Yeah, I know, uh. but let's try and get through this. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm deflecting. Go on. Bring us up. How are you, Anne? Uh, I'm great. This morning, I saw one cat literally push another cat off the wall. What? You um, love that, don't you? Oh, so good. <laughs> right. And in my new garden, there's lots and lots of cats around. And the other morning, it literally looked like Nico Atsumi in my garden. It was so great. And I was like, your tubs. Okay. Which is the name of a cat. I see. I'm just being offensive. Is I guess shame, it was, though. Shaming. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, great time. I do watch them a bit like their... Whose are they? Neighbours. Don't mind. Guess. Don't I know. saw a photo of this. Uh, you sent me a photo of this. Yeah. I think, oh, I think there's a good Twitter account there yeah. in taking photos. People can play it real life, Nico. Yeah. Assume it can be like Twitch Plays Pokemon. Except for Twitch Plays Anne's Garden. Yeah. Do you want Twitch in your gut? Mm, you don't, do you? No. No. no okay, scratch not. that. How are you, Steve? I am okay. I had a really, really good time at Marioki on Friday. Oh, yeah. I come back uh, after Pat leave. Marioki. He did a costume change. I did. Did he? Yeah. I Halfway did. Halfway through the night, he did a costume it was change. like Bucks Fizz, was it? was a reference for you kids there. <laughs> you whip, whip a skirt off. No, he went into the toilet and changed T-shirts. What did, did I wear, Anne? He came out. Oh. Can we say the first T-shirt? What's on that? Is the is the saying the last two letters offensive? I don't know. You're in, you're HR. 
So the first T-shirt he wore said Dad AF. Okay. Yeah. Right. I was given to me my students. It was excellent present, yeah. I thought. Uh, and then the second one he came out in was uh, a montage of Taylor Swift's head. Okay. <laughs> pictures right. of pictures so, of her head. Taylor so, as F. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so many. I, I actually... I, I demonstrated that to my partner at home because she wasn't able to attend Mariaki. You modelled for her, did you? Yeah, I wanted her to see it. She said, said, um, that is so cheap, it's not even real material. (laughs) Uh, And she was right. It was was £6 uh, from the internet from, um, you know... Custom printing, was it? It was from AliExpress. You were telling me that. Knock-off T-shirt, and it was exceptional. Obviously Mm. wore it to mark the other amazing event on Friday, which was the release of Taylor Swift's new single. You heard it, Simon? Of course I haven't, no. Is it any good? It's fantastic. Is it? It's the best thing... Is it better than Shake It Off? It's, well, in many ways, I'd say it was a pseudo-sequel to Shake It Off. Stars, uh, stars Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. You know These are just words. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Good. We're a video game radio show, as Let's you might have been those. able Let's to tell. Those. And we're going to be talking about them for the next 56 minutes. Uh, so that's going to be good, I, I imagine. Is it? <laughs> we'll find out. Shall we start? Let's do it. It's 7.05 on Monday the 29th of April. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Epic's Tim Sweeney has called out Valve's developer revenue share on Steam in a series of tweets. In the tweets he said, If Steam committed to a permanent 88% revenue share for all developers and publishers without major strings attached, Epic would hastily organise a retreat from exclusive exclusives while honouring our partner commitments and consider putting our own games on Steam. Steam currently runs a tiered revenue split ranging from 70 to 80% going to developers. That's super interesting. I hadn't heard that. That is actually news news to me. Uh, When did this break, Anne? Uh, In the week. Oh, right. I think it was Friday. Thursday or Friday. Thursday or Friday. What do we think about this? Is this just posturing? Do you think he means that they would actually put their games on Steam? Whilst honouring their their partner (laughs) commitments. If if Steam dropped their share to 88.12 with no major... I saw uh, something else come from Epic where I can't remember who it was was saying that they are going to eventually step down the exclusives well, they'll have uh, to, on the Epic store they don't eventually the Fortnite money hose is going to run out mm. I think is it? I hope well it's over is it? official there's some more yeah, news for you that's news yeah um, the developers or the publisher of World War Z World War Z mm. uh, has said that they have sold more copies by virtue of the fact they were on the Epic store Really? They didn't say whether they sold them, uh, they sold additional copies through the Epic Store, but they think that the profile of it uh, enabled them to sell more games. <clears throat> it, did, it was Britain's number one. Really? It was, yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago, last week. Hmm, that's super, super interesting. I think, I think for specific titles in, and specific circumstances, it really can work for you. But much like any um, platform launch it kind of works for the first 
you know, mm. year for a certain number of titles, and then it stops working right as soon as everyone's everyone's on there. So um, it's not so much a it's a gold rush, right? It's a it's a money grab. It's a very slow gold rush though, isn't it? Because they they aren't there aren't that many games on the Epic Store at the moment. Mm. Uh, th- I think they are adding one or two games a week. Right, which is what Nintendo on the Switch did at the start as well to preserve that flow and then suddenly suddenly <laughs> off they go yeah um, i like the um 88 percent um point because i sort of just imagined i i hope that he's just picked that number out of thin air and that actually epic just gives 60 and they're like <laughs> but if they do 88 percent, then we will withdraw everything yeah what do that what is epic's split 88 yeah. Yeah. yeah but if you sell your game on the epic store and it uses the unreal engine you don't pay an additional license fee huh i know win literally the definition of win-win <laughs> it is um the other thing that came out about epic in the week was they've been criticized for crunch culture uh, mm. in the Fortnite team they're not Surprised. the only ones as well are they you've seen how much stuff goes into Fortnite yeah, all, lo- all the time loads mm. yeah have you seen how much stuff comes out of it <laughs> like loads, loads of money direct to Epic, which is why they can afford to fund the exclusives. Apex, uh, there was an article about Crunch, uh, a- Crunch at EA saying that Apex, they don't do that, right? And that's why... They're not updating us updating updates are... It's crazy. I, um, Dexter left his, his cash card around my house uh, over the Easter weekend, so uh, he lives pretty close to me. I thought I, I, I went to return it. doesn't have very much on it. Um, <laughs> Do you know his pin? <laughs> and uh, I thought I could just shove this through the letterbox. Mm. I thought, no, that's rude. You know, I'm his dad. I'll knock on the door. Knocked on the door. Bing bong. He answered the door. He said, all right. I said, here's your cash card. He said, good. He stood there and he went... Anyway, uh, I'm in the middle of a game of Fortnite, so <laughs> I'm going to have to love you and leave you. And off I went and shoved sh- me out. Oh, he is your son, isn't he? <laughs> China has resumed submissions for game approvals following the end of a six-month freeze on new games. However, submissions will have to go through a new process and pass a series of regulations. The system won't allow games that contain pools of blood of any colour or images of dead people that are copycat titles, that are poker or mahjong games that rep- misrepresent history, politics or law or that don't fi- follow Chinese social values. There will also be a limit to the number of games approved in a year. Still, with over 600 million players, it might all be worth it. Mm. No blood of any colour. They were trying to get uh, make sure no one did the uh, the old green blood trick, aren't they? Carmageddon. That's no, just green blood. They're, they're, it's uh, not blood. They're robots. It's no blood of any colour. Any colour. No. No images of dead bodies. No thanks. <laughs> Sounds nice, doesn't it? No Pokemon Mahjong games. Let's, let's move to China. Feels yeah. like quite a win for developers who do get their games over there, though. I saw uh, Lexus Kennedy and Cultist Simulator right. was doing really, really well over there. Uh, all games are doing very well over there. Is that right? They are, all of them are. Are they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it's, not, it's not an exception. If you localise into Chinese, uh, you can do very well. But that seemed to be top 10 in a list of... I saw a list of... Uh, it was top 10. That's what top 10s are. It was 10 items arranged in a list. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, um, numerically. Numerically seemed to be, according to sales, I think they were seventh or something. Everything else on there was a free-to-play uh, game. What platform was this? I think this was mobile. Okay. Uh, so presumably he's, he's got the backing of one of the large mobile companies, has he? Mm, I don't know. He did some kind of, uh, uh, you know... 
Hello China liked a video. Here's my game explaining in Chinese, and it went a bit viral. Oh, apparently, okay, well, a good for him. Viral. I've not played it. I did buy it on mobile. Did you? Yeah, and I bought. I got it on PC, obviously, because it's part of that humble thing once. And yet, I've yet to play it. So yeah, I don't know. So obviously, it's very good if you can release your game um, and get through all of these regulations. Um, but how, how how do we feel about? So many regulations uh, set by a government that um, well, sort of... So these are for games that are officially approved? Yeah. And you don't need to be officially approved to sell to China? Do you not? No. How can you get... How can you, <laughs> sorry. How, how can you get... Well, people in China are buying games uh, from uh, in a number of ways, many of which are buying it on Steam as it is. So. Do they? some of them have friends in other countries? No. <laughs> they do, I, don't, I don't even think that they do. Um... Uh, but uh, it's believed. I, I think this is the case. It's believed that those that are finding a way to buy the games, uh, not that it is particularly difficult, um, are not representative of the mainstream culture. So mm. there is a significant opportunity if you're on uh, the official platforms, mm. of which Steam will be one. I think they've. Uh, I think they've uh, they've, this, uh, they've announced that they're, that they're teaming up with somebody to become an official partner out there. That's interesting because uh, there's a lot of Chinese games on Steam, uh, an increasing number of that Chinese pop up games in the, on in the global bestsellers. Yeah, and in the indie section, just very very small, not you know heavily reviewed games. Um, I think there was something where you could play you could play games on Steam that weren't um, approved or hadn't been put through because Steam uh, because Valve isn't. Based or the servers aren't based in China, so they didn't have a uh, regulation over the games that were up there. I think mm. I remember that. Sounds like news. Sounds like old news. <laughs> mm. A VR game that can detect early symptoms of dementia has gathered the equivalent of fifteen thousand years of lab research. Sea uh, Hero Quest VR was developed by Glitches in partner with Deutsche Telekom and some European universities to help get a better understanding in an engaging and fun experience that will give scientifically credible data. A report in the Proceedings of the National Ac- Academy of Sciences of the United States of America Journal shows that two minutes of playing the game gives the equivalent of five hours of lab-based research. Cool, I've been, well, <clears throat> that was appropriate for all games. I've been giving loads of research. <laughs> I've been playing a lot recently, but uh, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. So it was developed specifically for this sort of, uh, to uh, detect early symptoms of dementia. And by playing it, they're gathering lots and lots of research. I don't know how. I feel like that's... Cookies. A- <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> um, it wasn't really... It's. Uh, I couldn't find anything about whether this is something that they're asking people to play or if it's just a commercially available... uh... So um, I saw a headline about Mm. this the other day that said it was starting to prove effective or something. That's all I can add. That's all I've got. In that they're now able to... In that the results have been analysed and it seemed like this was a positive thing rather than a waste of time. Great. Uh, I've got... no idea. That's all I can. Add. I, hopefully, that's helpful. If it's not, sorry. That's all, all the endorsement you need, yeah. though. Isn't it? That sort of comment. So now have <laughs> fif- fifteen thousand years worth yep. of the equivalent of lab-based research. Uh-huh. That's going to take ages to read through, isn't it? <laughs> you just get a computer to do it. Get a game to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the, the next one. Interesting. 
It's 7.14 and it's time for your console update. Sony has the new PlayStation has said the new PlayStation 5 won't be out for at least another year. This news comes as part of Sony's end of the financial year results, which showed that this was the company's most profitable year ever. It also noted that the lifetime console ships for the PS4 stand at 96.8 million, which is a lot, and will rise before we get a glimpse of the PS5. And a report from Bloomberg has suggested that a cheaper Switch model will come out by the end of June, along with an upgrade to the current Switch coming out some point this year. But um, that's not all we know about PS5, isn't it? <laughs> what? We know other stuff. Do we? I think so. There was a... There was a the Wired so article. Was a, yeah. Uh, so, explain some stuff about it, didn't so, it? So uh, Mark Cerny did uh, an interview, I think they call them, um, <laughs> with Wired and gave loads of details about what is going to be in the PS5. Mm. About Knack 2. <laughs> Did not no neither deets. confirmed nor denied. Okay, Doesn't that exist? Knacks. Is it, is it or maybe knack through, I don't know. Knackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, they've chosen an interesting strategy this time round then, haven't they? Mm. Because they've said that they're not going to E3, no, oh no, we won't be doing that. They've announced that, or they have, along with uh, Microsoft, moved towards uh these sort of direct to consumer briefings. Um, but yeah, they've sort of gone early with this. Uh, Digital Foundry, I believe, I didn't read it, obviously, um, was very excited about uh, what it could, uh, what we could glean from this. PC Gamer ran a feature saying, what does this mean for, for PCs? <laughs> <laughs> We're still here. Um, difficult to read PC Gamer because if you click on one of their articles that they're linked to from their, twi- from their Twitter, they go, you're not in the US. And I go, I know I'm not. <laughs> and then I read it anyway. <laughs> Um, so they did say that things that I can remember they said. How uh, many gigabytes of RAM? I've got it in front of me right now. A bespoke eight-core AMD chipset based on third-generation Ryzen architecture. Oh, yes, please, Sony. (laughs) (laughs) With a GPU taking the best bits of the Radeon Navi GPU. stop it. (laughs) And a built-for-purpose SSD storage system. (laughs) 3D audio oh, built with for s- purpose as opposed to the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Just got it out of the box. Yeah, mate. Just got it out of the box. <sighs> Backwards compatibility with PS4 games and PSVR hardware, and 8K TV support. Oh yes. Are we past 4K already? Uh, I believe so. I think there are some 8K screens, aren't they? Hmm. Don't worry though. Your PS5 will be compatible with it. Good. Th- uh, what was it? 3D audio. <sighs> Uh, well, it says here, audio will reach a new, quote, <laughs> gold standard on PS5, according to Cerny, yeah. thanks to a new audio engine that will deliver immersive sound, particularly if you're using headphones. Oh, particularly. <laughs> <laughs> great. So, great. Yeah, great. Let's Good work. Immersive Count me sound. In. But they're going, um, they're, they're, they're going to have uh, Blu-rays. How big's the hard drive? Well, that's the thing. Uh, well, hold on. The news of all a, of the hard drives. So, it's estimated that the new SSD is 19 times faster than a traditional SSD. Come estimated on! According to Tech Radar, um, but they're going to have Blu-rays in there, aren't they? Whereas Microsoft, I believe, have hinted. Well, they've just announced uh, uh, and maybe X- released. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the digital Xbox One. Yeah. What was the other one that wasn't Blu-ray? Uh, HD DVD. 
Yeah. I bet, bet we you had that, Simon. Of course, did. We all had a copy of King Cut <laughs> HD DVD, didn't we? Came through with it. Right, okay. And uh, no rough release, release win- schedule window. Um, so they said uh, no, wait, no less. No less or no more than a year. Say it properly. More, no, more. no, no <laughs> fewer than a year. When you are ready. Yeah. Well, so it's going to be no earlier, no sooner than May next year. Well, someone told us the Olympics, didn't they? The Tokyo Olympics next year. Back When's that? In May, summer next year. Yeah. Sony. This is again according to TechRadar.com. Okay. Back in May, Sony Interactive CEO John Cadera revealed to the Wall Street Journal that PlayStation 5 would not be releasing until at least 2021. What? Right. But the most recent thing, which is literally what the news story was about, that they've said, well, I guess 2021 is, is more... Is after. Is after. 2020, yeah. isn't he? He's <laughs> yeah. got you there, Mark. So oh, he has, he? He's got us on. Um, I didn't have time to read my joke at the end. Okay. So remember, it's console. It's console. A story about different consoles because you also talked about the Switch in there. Yep, did. Unfortunately, the PS5 and new Switches aren't here yet, but they are coming, and you'll have to console yourself with that for now. Console. That was excellent. That was (laughs) that was excellent, Anne. And finally, Mo Yang has donated $100,000 to a charity that campaigns to bring free water to every person on the planet. The Minecraft developer has already donated $10,000 to charity Water and then teamed up with Jigabov Productions to create the Travelling Trader, a new map and skin pack. It was promised that once players had downloaded the pack, the donation would be made up to $100,000, enough to help over... Three thousand three hundred people, and of course, it took less than a day to reach the target. Good on you, Mo Yang. Mm. Well done. Uh, that was a free pack as well, so they're just giving it out. Good for them. Well done. They've also distanced themselves, for, or Microsoft have distanced themselves from Notch. Yeah, they dropped him, didn't they? Yeah, from the from the title sequence. He's gone. I tell you what, I bet Drifting Kanye away. West and whoever he lives with next to Notch, <laughs> I bet they heard some some screaming and some hollering, didn't they? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Oh, my baby yeah. two billion dollar baby mm. Mm. Uh, is Minecraft still a thing I was thinking this the other it day. must be for the kids kids mustn't that's it? what I wonder like, get them in there play that before mm. you move on to Fortnite mm. and then Red Dead Redemption is <laughs> basically the route isn't it I think yeah something like that I, I, I wonder what age that is I, I guess the younger audience the so Fortnite makes all its money from microtransactions, right? And this, so is this some kind of pack you buy for Minecraft that skins, adds a map? And so you didn't have to buy it; it was free. Oh, okay. Which was very nice. Right, right, right. Um, but I assume that means that other packs you can purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But certainly there are there are great, much, you know, there are ethical concerns already over selling stuff to Fortnite players, but ethical concerns over selling to a younger audience for Minecraft must mm. be higher. So monetizing that in the aggressive way that Fortnite's monetized must be more difficult. And as a cultural phenomenon, it's not the force that it was five years ago. Is that right? Same applies to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I know how it feels. Thanks, Anne. One life left to video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
to listen to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is a song called Pixelated Memory. Uh, it's on chipmusic.org. It's by Soul C. And you can listen to it there. Although if you listen to it there, you won't have us talking over the Chibbering end of it. on. Yeah. So. Somebody mentioned that there's a new... Um mentioned on Twitter there's a new podcast app that enables you to cut bits out I saw that did that make you think (laughs) could be dangerous yeah like Crichton who was talking about it like no one's going to wade through all of this to get to the get to the content we really don't want them to hear exactly we've often got away with stuff yeah because it's buried in the middle of but goodness me yeah so um, I think first candidate for that would be your sexy reading of the uh, mm. PS5 specs. Of course it will. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, we'd, we'd like our listeners who are kind of like a private members club. You know, what, exclusive goes on to, tour, stays on tour. Yeah, exercise some caution when clipping out our valuable content. <laughs> we should walk watermark it, shall we? <laughs> should we? How do we do that? Just, just occasionally wait. have someone in the background just shouting... Property of one life left. <laughs> That's how um, Tim Westwood does it, isn't it? Yeah. He just shouts over stuff, and then you know it's his. He used to be really good at that back yeah, in the day. I know. It's from another life, Steve. <laughs> I barely remember it now. What are we doing? Well, we've got no guest uh, this week. Uh, you know, first week back in the in the yeah. saddle. Mm. The three of us together after the the episode we don't talk about. And after the episode we that we did talk about, we needed a sort of practice. We did have a practice, um, and then we've got a week off next week. We do bank holiday. Yep, that's not our fault. It's not our that's fault. That's the government. Then it seems like we might be taking a week off after that. Might be. That's that my is birthday. our fault. That's my birthday. Well, it's not your not your fault then. That's you not... didn't define when your birthday was. No, mum. Yep. Mum. What are you doing for your birthday? Uh, I'm going to be in Scotland. That's an ambiguous answer. Sorry, I didn't ask mic. where you're going to be. I asked what, <laughs> what you're going to be doing. Um, I'm going to be driving around mm. Scotland. Okay. Uh, and hopefully getting in some very cold water. Uh, and going. Hopefully. Yeah. And maybe, I think on my birthday, we're going to go to the uh, most northerly UK chocolate maker. What? Yep. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. No. So if you're a... Uh, Holiday you're, leave approved. Thanks. If you're part of a Scottish game studio and you like hand to drop in... Uh, just but you have to be on the North Coast 500 <laughs> for that And week. ideally making chocolate. Yeah. Just or her... any booze. <laughs> okay. Chocolate or booze. Chocolate or booze. Just let her know. Right. She'll be, she'll be down there with her mic. Yep. Yeah. Um, what are you doing for Anne's birthday? I'm going to be... Uh, I'll likely be in Sweden. Hmm. That's what I would have wanted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we probably won't have a show then. And what are you going to be doing for my birthday? uh, Well, I'll be sitting on my own in the studio, uh, probably just playing whatever is on the background of Resonance, not talking. Definitely what I would have wanted. I'll be just operating the studio. Yeah. And uh, then the week after that, we're back, are we? Yes. And then the week after that, another bank holiday. Not our fault. Not our fault. Spring bank holiday. And then the week after that, back, back, back. All of us back. And then forever. home free. Yeah. yeah. Forever. As long as you want so, us, listeners. Strap yourselves in. <laughs> We're so, going all the way through till August. Bit of a <laughs> bit of a stop start uh, uh beginning to the new season. But you know, that makes you value us, I'm sure. Have you been playing any games while you've been moving uh house, Anne? I played uh yes. Yes. Isn't this for reviews? Though? Isn't this for I'm not reviews? asking you to review. I just wondered if uh, you uh, entertained yourself as you were moving in by not not video games, ah. but uh, you know, messing around with boxes, 
No. You didn't gamify moving house. No, I just did it. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I tried to throw a stick through a tree <laughs> yesterday. So that's why I'm asking. So I, was, I saw a gap in a tree. I was carrying a really long stick. And I wondered if I could throw the stick through. And? I couldn't. No. I couldn't. But that was because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't playing video games at the time. I needed to find a oh. way to entertain myself. There is anything where there are just a lot of boxes around that you just tend to call it Tetris. Hmm. Even if it's not. It's just stacking boxes. But they're all the same shape. I love throwing stuff. Well, exactly. It's, it's, it's great. And if you've got boxes... Don't throw the boxes. They're full of... Don't throw things in the boxes. No, but if you've got bedding in the boxes... What we used to do at um, Argos... <laughs> it's my first job was at Argos. Boscombe. I'm not sure if it's still there. Um, what, Boscombe? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a street map. I'm not so certain. Um, uh, we used to... Um, it was quite boring down in the, in the stock room, which was downstairs, and we used to see how far we could throw TVs. Quite far was there. What? They were well packaged. <laughs> oh my! But you didn't open them afterwards to check that you hadn't no. broken. No, so he throws wrong. It slide along the floor. It's oh, okay. Oh, that's fine then. I think that's probably fine then. Are there any throwing games? There aren't really, are there? There we go. Throw TVs um, in Argos. Pokemon Go is like a. You got to throw it. Are you catching it? I suppose. And Angry Birds, I guess, is it's a slinging game. Yeah, slinging's not the same. It's not. I just love throwing. I like is catching that... too. Catching's it's harder, good. though, isn't it? It is harder. Well, no, but... Throwing, you can do it anywhere, <laughs> any direction. You don't have to open your eyes. <laughs> but don't you it. think... Throw a TV. Don't you think catching something is a lot more satisfying? It is, but it it's is. harder. It, it, oh, yeah, but that's what you're looking for, isn't it? That... In your hand. <laughs> Satisfaction. What are, you, what, are you, what are you catching that makes that sound? You know, a, um, a skull. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's the game. Throwing and catching skulls. It wouldn't be allowed in uh, in China. I think, I think that's going to get clipped out <laughs> straight away. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we do the letters? We oh, could do. Do we have do any? We have any? I well, I had a really busy day today, so I couldn't uh, oh get, my on, goodness, get on Twitter. I haven't checked. I don't have my phone. No. And do we have any letters? Uh, no. <laughs> Good. I mean, I've got my work email here. I can read out a holiday request. <laughs> yeah. If anybody fancies it. Um, July, 26th of July to the 2nd of August. Hello all, I'd like to book the above dates off, please. My sister is getting married and I don't think she'd li- let me live it down if I, do, if I don't attend. I do like people that put a bit of detail into their holiday applications. I'm going to be say. away then as well. Are you? Are you going to this person's sister's wedding? I don't think so, unless it's a surprise wedding. So she would let you live it down if you didn't attend. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Uh, please do. You've got two weeks now to email us. Yeah, team at onelifeleft.com. Please. Please. Uh, we had a couple of emails last week. Did you read them all out? We did. Hmm. I say last week, I mean the week before, of course. Maybe we could uh, we could revisit them. Okay. See if they've aged well. I'm looking for them now. Okay, I'm going to read out the one from Chris Stewart. Do it. That's from the 15th of... Oh, can we go right back in the archives? <laughs> Look, Classic. We're do, if we're Classic do it, emails. If we're going to do it, do it properly. All right, Chris Stewart, mail for the show, and this is from December the 10th last year. Wow. Dear, hopefully fully present and correct team, and dare I hope SSG, you dare not. You don't need one. No. We've got this. Uh, It's great to have you all back in the same room. Hang on a minute. (laughs) 
Uh, I hope Simon has something interesting to share after his trip to Japan Aha. to make up for his absence. Not that Anne and Steve didn't do a sterling job while he was away. Anyway, there was a train strike today and I got uh, to play a lot more Smash Brothers than I was expecting to on my way to work, which took me the best part of four hours on a bus. Hooray! I must say, the longer I have it, the more I love the Switch console. Yes, the PS4 is great and powerful and looks lovely on a big TV, but but can it help me through an ordeal like I went through this morning? Nope. I just wanted to share that little burst of enthusiasm with you. Do you have a most memorable portable gaming moment? If yes, please share. If no, do you have a most memorable non-portable gaming moment? Like a great couch co-op sesh. Love and Chris- kisses, Chris Stewart. Uh, Couch Co-op, we um, finally got round to playing Towerfall uh, recently. Right, I won't okay. review it because it's a really old game, but um, heard a lot about it. It was 50% off on the old eShop. Bought it, me and Kate played it, didn't enjoy it. It, nice. was, it was pretty boring. Mm. Dexter came round, three of us played it, had a brilliant time. Interesting. Yeah. Two's company, three's... three's. Yeah, uh, yeah, family. Something, yeah, maybe I don't yeah. know, but uh, yeah, I think that might might become the Byron game of choice. Huh. Oh, interesting. Mm. Huh. Yeah, I I've only played it two player. Right, Definitely it's not very good. Didn't enjoy it. No, no. Mm, interesting. Um, I was trying to. I, I just it just occurred to me we could do. Uh, we're old enough now that we could do a sort of ten years ago. Remember when? On one life left. What were we doing? Sort of highlights of it. We were making Talia swear, weren't we? Yeah, we we can't do it now. Okay. Uh, It's something to have in the back pocket. It is. What year do you want? Uh, Well, what's 10 from 2019? We've got got a calculator. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the... um, So you know the Picade uh, arcade little thing, what I bought. Have you seen the one that they're bringing out? They're bringing out a Game Boy one. Game Boy shaped... So, same size. It okay. even runs off three AA batteries. <laughs> um, Game Boy size screen. Yeah. Pi Zero in it. Okay. Run all your games off it. How well, cool are you going to look on the bus when you're playing a Game Boy shaped, shaped. <laughs> copy of Scramble? So, all right. So, you can play all, not just Game Boy games. No. It's, it's, all it's, got, games. it's got some extra buttons. I mean, we all know that the Game Boy had A and B. It's also got an X and Y. Two hidden shoulder buttons on the back. I know, $60 when they eventually let me buy it. Uh, so you haven't... But you can't buy it. it. You, know, you can't. You literally can't okay. buy it. Oh, but they've okay. got some out in the hands of YouTubers. I mean, that does feel like the sort of thing that you will buy. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. use... I see you there. ...a limited number of times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not falling for it. Like, no? again, not after the incident with the, with the uh, SNES Mini. Okay. Where we scrambled, we both scrambled to pre-order it, and then two months later you went... Oh no, I cancelled mine. I did cancel cancelled it. Still got one. Don't need one if you've got one of these Game Boy things. <laughs> and you legally own all, all the cartridges, which I do. Of course. You you were a fine collector of every ROM ever. Exactly. Uh, Scants, don't clip that bit out. Scants, how uh, are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, hang on. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Let's try this one. Uh, From the archives. Hello. Can't wait for the new series. I swear this has nothing to do with me, but it's one of the funniest game channels on YouTube that I've seen in a long, long time. Then they give the link. Have a look. I can't tell if it's a joke or not, but then it's hilarious. All the best. From Matt Dutton. Was YouTube a thing Click on the link then. See what's happened. Okay. It could be. It's gone off the rails now. (laughs) This guy's very right wing. (laughs) 
Oh, he's standing for UKIP. <laughs> <laughs> and other parties, I can't remember. <laughs> they've got... I don't think... Okay, 6,000 subscribers in 10 years. Yeah. Oh. When huh. this person looks back on the channel, are they going to be pleased with that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got just over 1,000 Facebook followers <laughs> in 13 years, so... Yeah. One day we'll crack it. Any more, Anne? Yeah. From uh, the archives. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Some, oh, something a bit worrying from Tim Miller. Content seems to be over 50% about video games. Who are you and what have you done with the OLL crew? We haven't changed, have we? No. Apart from this show. <laughs> We're on about 25%, aren't we? Good. Um, if you want to write to One Life Left, it'd be lovely to hear from you. It, really would. it would be really useful. Be for us and all our listeners. Yeah. Please uh, email. Team at onelifeleft.com. Great. We'll have a piece of music and then we'll be back after this with reviews. Reviews. <laughs> You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Simon was just reviewing was. a game. There's a little behind the scenes review there for <laughs> you because it had some language and then it, that is not fit for broadcast. And then uh, the piece of music, which was Path Least Travelled by Amateur LSDJ, was slightly shorter than we imagined. It was. Finished it though, I did finish it. Well done. What, the music or the game? The game. If you look, look at my achievements, you might be able to see what that was do we have anything else we should talk about uh, before we get on with the reviews are the Mario Keys so Mario Key went really really well on Friday night thank you all for coming it's a brilliant crowd with some amazing new songs and Mm. some brilliant new performers what was your favourite new song of the night Um, doesn't matter I had a new clipboard Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you buy that on expenses? Uh, Jude bought it for me. He's going to put it on X's. Right. So, yeah, it was really great uh, because when people started deferring to um, the men in our team, I just picked up the clipboard and was like, no, I'm in charge. It was right. fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. We had good. quite a big team there, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. It was full combat. We had three we had... on the tech desk. Yes, okay. three. Me with um, clipboard. clipboard. Right. Steve was manning the stage and Jude was on merch. Merch. Fantastic. We've got tote bags now. Wow. Yep. So if you want the tote bag, anyone who's listening... Team at OneLifeLeft.com. Don't know how I'd get it to you. We're, Don't know how you'd pay. How much <laughs> we'll they cost? It out. Tenner. Tenner? How much they cost us? T- ten £10.50. Ten We're very generous. <laughs> Steve and I, uh, we um, when we did our second book... Mm. We we held a launch party. You may have well been there, Anne. I definitely was there. Uh, which, which one was this? Game on from Pong, from Pong to, Oblivion, to Oblivion, the fifty yeah. greatest games of all time. Yeah, I. Do you know that is one of the books I didn't give away? Right, thank I you very think. much. <laughs> well, uh, we uh, managed to lose money by selling them. 
and we bought them at a discount cost, didn't we? We lost money that night. <laughs> We're selling them to um, attendees. So it's big, big crowd, big, uh, big crowd from our side as well. And yeah, there's some brilliant, brilliant new songs. I really, really had a nice time. Next, Marioki is on May the seventeenth, Friday, May the seventeenth, and it's going to be a big one. We're going to have new cocktails there. We actually need a name for the new cocktail. So if you've got any suggestions for that, please email. Team at onelifeleft.com. And uh, we will have uh, more improvements to the lighting system. We'll be recording the night. Uh, maybe streaming it. We haven't decided yet. And I'm sure there's some other stuff. More new songs. That'll happen. It's our going away, Marioki, because the week after that, we're in Nordic. Do we Nordic. have to have one of those every, every time we travel time. we do every time. we do we have to have a party <laughs> like japanese businessmen <laughs> send them off the company gather don't they to clap you out <laughs> yeah oh and we'll have a couple of new uh, very very special new songs with uh with a couple of uh you know things that we've never done before huh. in them huh. jokes <laughs> uh, so it'll be really really good uh, that'll be at loading the best bar in the universe please come to dalston on May 17th. Literally my husband's birthday. Literally still going to be in Scotland. His fault. Yeah. His fault. No, we've determined our birthdays are not our fault. True. Where you spend them is his fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Right, should we do reviews? Yes. What was that? (laughs) Me saying yes. Very. Clip that out. Yeah. Put that out. All right. Uh, what have you Are you going to do your whole review in that voice? No, I was just saying yes in it. Is that all right? No? Yeah? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Scants, what have you been playing? Oh, so I have been playing um, 3D Escape Room Frequency, which is an audio escape room uh, experience. I, I guess. It's a game. I know that much. Okay. So, sit your headphones on. Sit down. There's a quite a bit of explanation at the be- beginning of it, but I, I, I sort of forgive them that because it's a really new way of... I've never seen an, uh, an audio game done like this before. So um, it, the scenario is all acted out and everything, uh, and you are, in, you are in a room and you have to escape the room and someone is outside and it's, you're playing lots of different bits of uh, audio. So there's... The premise is a bit, um, uh, aliens are coming, mm-hmm. is basically the premise. So yes, you're in the room. Someone is outside and is uh, like walkie-talking into you. And then you have to play um, lots of different bits of audio. Uh, and it advises you to have a pen and paper, which definitely do have a pen and paper when you're doing it. Uh, and you have to figure out what the code is for each of the puzzles. So I think there's eight, seven or eight pu- puzzles in total. Uh, and they all come out with either like a four-letter... Um, uh, four letter number no <laughs> four digit number or like a four or five letter word or something um, so there's about 40 tracks in there and what you have to do is you find the track that has the correct code in it uh, and you are against the clock so you have 60 minutes to complete this and you're timing yourself um, so you could cheat but you don't have to um, so then you find the correct track and you go onto that and it'll tell you if you're Mm-hmm. correct or not because uh, they input the code uh, and then it gives you the next um, challenge to do I th- at first I was really sceptical I was like I don't think this is going to work I had such a nice time really it was really really fun um, like the the puzzles aren't 
ridiculously difficult, but it's like an enjoyable little. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to listen to that. Oh yeah, I get it now. I'm gonna. Ha- I, I, I'll figure out that what that code is. And actually scrolling through them and trying to find the correct um, numbers or word or whatever was really uh, very satisfying. I think it is. Uh, it is interesting that I found like the explanation of what you're supposed to do very clunky, but then it is a completely new way of doing sort of an audio game like this. You can get it for, uh, you can get it, I think it's free on um, Spotify, on uh, the iTunes store and Google Play store, I guess, as well. What's it called? Uh, It's called Escape from Frequency and it's uh, produced by Owlfield. Um, who do interesting 3D audio stuff. Oh, so it builds itself as being a 3D audio experience. I don't necessarily think that the 3D audio aspect of it played into the the sort of uh, gameplay of it, but it's quite enjoyable. Mm. Um, yeah, so it took me... Well, I got out of the room in about... I think I was 52 minutes. Get in there. Under or, the or time. get out of there. Oh, I did. <laughs> uh, took just over an hour in total. Uh, with explanations at the beginning and uh, a conclusion at the end. But yeah, I really, really liked it, and I would definitely like to play more games like this. Obviously, I liked it because it was short, and mm-hmm. I like short games that I can finish in a sitting, okay. or a, a couple of sittings or whatever. Is there any value to playing it again? Maybe, yeah, because I'm not going to remember. Okay. I, think, I, don't, I won't remember the numbers. It's that dementia test, is it? Yeah, that's it. Play it again. If you can do it the second time, you're good. Um, but I think I'd remember what the like how to figure out the codes. So yeah, maybe I'll play it again. Um, anyway, if anybody has any more recommendations of short games or audio games, I would love to hear them. Team at OneLifeLeft.com. Unavailable on Android, it looks like. Oh, does it? Escape from frequency. Well, yeah. you can definitely get it on Spotify. Games on Spotify. What are you talking about? I know it's a brave new world, Simon. Epic don't have exclusives on there. (laughs) Simon, what have you been up to? Playing a lot. I've been playing Katana Zero, which I finished. I have also played a bit of that. In fact, I can tell you exactly how much I played. 0.3 hours on record. Okay, you need to play more of it because it's really, really, really good. Yeah, I I don't like these games. I sort of enjoyed it. It's fantastic. Okay. Um, I didn't. I think it's made in Game Maker. And, right. Um, okay. I I do intend to go back to it. So it, I I did enjoy the start of it. I think. What did I find? I found it quite difficult. Like it's supposed to be. It's what games are these days, Steve. Mm. It's Souls-like. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. No. It's a, it's a cross between Mark of the Ninja and Hotline Miami, and I mm. really like Mark of the Ninja, and I hated Hotline Miami. Um, but this is uh, from Devolver. It's developed by ASCII Soft. It's got a bit of a, 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 um, a story behind it. Apparently, it's supposed to come out years ago. I don't know who, who these guys are. One to watch, though, Anne. I can tell you that. Um, uh, but yeah, similar to Ape Out, which I also finished. It's a, one of those one-hit kill games. Very, very satisfying to play. You play a, a ninja man who's uh, who can alter time and see, see the future. Slow down time. Uh, which enables you to go into these rooms and get everybody in them uh, if you get hit once then you're in this you have to restart the room it's quite quick um instant restart but really really stylish and with a story which um yeah which i was not expecting i was not expecting this uh, level of narrative in such a get very very clever stuff uh lots of 
fourth wall breaking really brilliant but and the perfect length you wouldn't you wouldn't do it in one sitting or maybe you would i don't know how good you are on it but not um, i don't know probably four or five hours long i finished it in a week perfect length didn't outstay its way in fact at one point it did finish too soon <gasps> i know but it's fourth wall breaking isn't it so mm. it's you know spoilers etc anyway i'm playing that seven out of ten uh i started though once I finished that on friday started playing cuphead Interesting. Yeah. Now that's this isn't one of those games that you all like, uh, and that I don't, mm. um, or so I thought. It's. I mean, it's certainly not the game, the type of game I thought it was. It's Why a, did you think that we all like it? No, and I'm referring to the listeners. Ah, Everyone loves it. Everyone okay. Loves it. I, I know you hate it. Um, <laughs> I don't know that. I don't hate it. I've just... Have you played it? Yeah, I'm. I really don't like boss battles in games. I don't enjoy them. I thought Cuphead well, was beautiful, but yeah. Well, we were chatting to uh, I, I guess a couple of weeks ago. His game was a boss battle. I I, I didn't really know that they were such a thing. Hmm. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I cool. am into the second island. Thirty uh, percent okay. the way through. It's what it says on the stat screen. Um, so it's a very very tough action platformer and with an old forties. Uh, Mm. style anime Disney animation you've probably seen it on the on trailers um, uh, everything about it is difficult but the each level uh, you either have run and gun it's not all boss battle all boss battles run and gun or, or boss battle levels each of them probably takes to play through two minutes um, and um, but of course you aren't going to do it first time are you uh, you might you, you might get sort of 15 20 seconds in so it'll kill you then you'll be like okay you've got to remember that because mm. it's not a roguelike everything everything happens at the same time uh, yeah and so um, you restart pretty quickly uh, it's all about controlling uh, you know not getting uh, complacent because you think you know what's coming and then trying to deal with the panic when you come to a bit that you've not seen before it's fantastic yeah, really 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 loving it you're describing things in games I don't like that. right but you look at something like Hollow Knight which is hard but that had part of that you, you die in Hollow Knight when you get to the boss, but you go back three minutes beforehand, and mm. he's like, oh, okay, I've lost a hit point before I've got there. This is instant restart. You can upgrade your character, play your style. Each mm. has buffs and nerfs, and oh, it's good, really good. Really good. Yeah. Seven I, out of ten. I am so glad you enjoy it. I am enjoying like, it. And I, I thought it was beautifully finished. I think that when a game is hyped for that long and everyone's saying it's great and it's beautiful... Part of you, or at least part of me, always goes. I don't want to like it, like yeah, because I, I, I'm, you know you. it has everything in its favour. Yeah, and I, I did. I, I think I, I can subsume that part of me and just look at it and go, this is a beautiful piece of work. Like it's polished and fantastic, but it is not for me. It's not my sort of thing. I've been surprised by how it's got me. I am glad it's hooked into me. Do you remember? last week's show yep very much um, so, and do you remember the, still chuckle do you remember I the game <laughs> I don't that I do you remember the game that I yes. uh, said that I was playing what was it it was probably a Picross game <laughs> <laughs> well actually I have been There's playing the game there's a new one of that yeah. Picross 3 no, oh, no not that, not that one, one. The one what that we one? mentioned on One, one Life Left. Just wait for someone to clip that bit out of the show yeah. and listen to okay. the, the Pixel Puzzle. So I've been playing that. Okay, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice, mm. nicely Pixel executed Pixel. Picross game. Uh, on mobile? So seven out of ten, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's free as well. We analysed it extensively. We did. Just, we were know. like Digital Foundry. We were. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will forward it you. Um, no, I talked to you about the clicker I've been oh, playing, yeah. Idol Zen. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, 
I am still playing it, okay. and I don't feel good about myself for playing it. Because you've got loads of time now it's like, to, to occupy yourself, haven't you? You could uh, be spending this productively. I, I literally have nothing that I can do other than Click. S- sit there occasionally. Have you not touch. mastered the holding and the, and the joy pad? It's quite difficult to... I've mastered it so I can hold, feed, and type, okay. but not yet joypad no so you can play made as beacon <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um so i'm still playing that i've now got 624.3 um thousand trillion congratulations i feel disgusting I, I don't enjoy it and i can't stop and that is how vulnerable i am to clicking games uh like Universal Paperclips or uh, what was it, Candy Man or something, um, those sort of games. I should be kept away from them. With that in mind, um, I, I went to Steam to try and find something new to play. I played There's loads of stuff on Steam. I've, isn't there? I've heard, um, and I found um, Trikatana Zero. Sunk mm. 0.3 hours. It's enough into for me. It. Yeah, played Pipe Push Paradise. Um, it is. Basically, if you liked Steven's Sausage Roll, this is a version of that that's slightly more accessible and not quite as good. Uh, but it is good, and it's got quite a nice mechanic. You push pipes around. you got to try and fit them uh, to restore the water supply of this island. It is... It's all right. Uh, the puzzle... The puzzles didn't seem quite as smart as Steven Sausage Roll, a little bit more frustrating. Uh, 7 out of 10. I also played Yankai's Peak. Uh, I've talked about Yankai's Triangle on the show before. It's by a developer called Kenny Sun. The polish on these games, these puzzle games, is out of this world. On this, even more so. I think it's absolutely brilliantly presented. Unfortunately, the core puzzle mechanic is pushing triangles around. And unfortunately, triangles don't push nicely. They don't, do they? No. Only pick circles. Uh, right. Or, or squares. What you know, kind of triangles? Fine. Hexagons are good. Equilateral at. triangles. Not so isosceles? They, nope, definitely equilateral. What's the other one? Yeah, there aren't any. There are only two no, triangles. there's three. There's not. No, there is. There is. Isosceles, oh. equilateral, and... and equisosceles. Hang on, look. Go on. Is it obtuse? obtuse. Ob- no, oh, that's... That's an angle. I want to sell yeah, juice. Well, we have said that. We've said it now. <laughs> anyway, while Anne researches this, um, so I, I think it's really important that in any of these puzzle games that the core mechanic, the core loop of just pushing a block around is satisfying. And in this, I find pivoting these things around just not fun. Uh, and though it's beautifully designed, I'm sure the puzzles are great. I wasn't enjoying it. Uh, seven out of ten. What are the types of triangles? Uh, equilateral. Got yeah. that. Isosceles. Yeah. that. Right angle. Right. Mm. Scalene. Scalene. And Go obtuse. All oh, right. Okay. okay. Good. We know Good. our triangles. However, then I was exploring Steam and um, I saw a recommendation, a curated recommendation for this, and it said... Oh, you know, it's just a simple clicker-type game. Okay. And I was like, here we go. I'm in already. Um, and it is published by Humble Bundle. Okay. And it's called Forager. Oh, right. This is Britain's number one, isn't it? Is Top it? Of this, well, it's doing very well on Steam at the moment. Is it? Yeah. I can see why. Okay. So Forager is a cross between, I would say, Minecraft and uh, Stardew Valley. 
or maybe it's just Stardew Valley and a little bit less fiddly, a little bit more clicker-like. You move around a... Um, a small island and you mine gems and resources by just pressing a near a rock i think it might be x near a rock and you mine them and then they pop out and then you can build things you build a forge and then you can build you know other stuff a sewing factory and make threads and improve your clothing and then expand out onto a different island by buying new stuff and then there are little monsters so you hit them on the head and they burst and you get slime from that and then use the slime to craft other stuff i am generally hyper tired of crafting in video games none of these mechanics sound appealing but it is so gentle and so lovingly made um and that core loot this thing that i was talking about uh, with regards to clicking yeah, well, uh, uh, with a, you know the thing that I was talking about that I don't find satisfying, satisfying in Yankai's Peak is so satisfying here. Just moving up, hitting stuff, it popping out, you collecting it, and then going and building stuff with it. It's much more manageable than a sprawling uh, crafting game like Minecraft or uh, or Don't Starve or something like that, which stresses you out. Here, it's a very very small area where you're building things, and the tasks are always always just within reach which they are in a clicker game as well that's the appealing thing of this awful awful uh, idle zen game that i can't stop playing is that there's always something new to do always oh i'll just build one more thing and the same is true of this except for it's a much more polished beautiful experience i get why everyone's playing it it seems like it's got a really really nice community around it as well and it's got a nice story behind Who's it which it you unlock i've forgotten a, a something f- oh Hop frog. Okay, are they, what have they I done think before? It's, no, I think what, it's just a guy. He tells you the story of that. It, it, you unlock a little comic book about that, which says, "Oh, he just made this thing. I think he was given some money by his one of his parents to, you know, uh, supported him making it, and then he showed it." At game convention and someone came across and they were addicted to it and they had a meeting it was Dave Humble was it? He well no it wasn't but that person had a meeting planned with Humble yeah. and the Humble person came across and was like wow. where are you? Oh, no I need to show you this game I'm addicted to okay. and he pitched his game instead and Humble signed it and that's why right. yeah it's it's really really good um, it isn't it isn't going to surprise you in any way but sometimes you need comfort food and that's what this felt like. It felt like joy, in a similar way to the new Taylor Swift single, seven out of ten. We've come in a way. We've come full circle, Anne. In a way, but and yet we've definitely moved forward. Have we over ten years? <laughs> I don't think we I think have. The one thing we've proved today is we're not changing. Sorry about that. Oh well. Uh, Steve, I like your t-shirt. I was just reading it whilst you were talking. Thanks. I was thinking about other things as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. sure all the listeners are as well. Sorry, in many listeners. ways, we're just comfort radio, yeah. aren't we? Just put us on in the background while you do other stuff. I wasn't really still. I was just joy. Time will pass. Um, it will do over the next two weeks, and we'll see you then. See you then. Thanks see for then. listening. Yeah, great. Apologies. Thank you. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>